Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day to find deeper clarity into my own gifts and what my soul's purpose is in this lifetime, and I want to bring you along for the ride. She told me as I woke from walking asleep on the lower at night she saw your feet are heavy, your feet stand deeper, deeper than you know, farther than you go, this wild mother. She told me one morning, right, child, you've got to run on my back, farther than you've ever gone before, deeper than you've ever known before, right. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so happy to have you again. Um, This week I'm going to be talking about my journey with my 21-day dieta of the plant medicine Sananga. And before I start, I would like to let you guys know that I attempted this journey um, back in, I think like February. And I wasn't able to complete the whole dieta. I think I got five days in. And so I'm putting that disclaimer out here to begin with because I want you guys to know there isn't a judgment on what you're capable of handling at this time in your journey. And it all is exactly where it is supposed to be. And it's weird because I carried this kind of um, resistance (laughs) to this medicine because my first toe dipping into it was so difficult. (laughs) So um, as you guys know, um, I've talked about Sananga briefly in the past, um, but I said I would get more into it. And now I feel like I am ready. So for me, um, first of all, Sananga is a plant medicine that you uh, put into your eyes. And um, it's made from the milk of a root of a plant. So it is 100% natural. And essentially, I knew going into it, it's kind of like another tool like hape in that it is moving energy in your body, but it is moving it in a different way. So um, after I had been working with Hape for some time, I felt like I was ready for the the medicine of Sananga. And my hope at the time was to do the 21 Dieta before I went to Costa Rica for the ayahuasca ceremony. Well, like I said, I couldn't get that far. And <laughs> it's interesting because I know why the resistance was there. But then while I was in Costa Rica, it was one of the offerings that um, we had on the last day and I, I experienced it there. And um, to be honest, like one of the friends that I met there, she from that day that we did it in Costa Rica, she um, continued the practice the 21 days straight straight into it. And she, after she finished her 21 days, she said, you got to commit to this. You have to do it. You have to do it. So I had just so much fear. And I, I'm bringing that up in the beginning because I want you guys to know with all of these medicines, there is some anxiety that comes up because 
I think deep down, we know that this is going to be a tool that opens us up more, right? And and on a on this energetic plane, that there is fear that's carried there because that means that change is going to occur. And are you ready for change? And of course, the ego is like, no, we don't want change. We want everything to stay as is. And therefore, we're going to resist. And I think in hindsight, for me, yeah, it was a, 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 so intense that I couldn't, I couldn't imagine going forward in those 21 days. So what I'm going to say is first how this works. So it is very much like setting um, and creating space for the intention of any plant medicine, which is something that you can use and should use with um, the deepest respect and going into it with time to allow yourself to experience whatever it's meant to bring up for you. So I would say you go into it with at least 30 minutes to an hour available to surrender yourself to it. And also setting sacred space or cleaning the space. Like you can use Palo Santo, spirit water, making sure your environment is a safe space for you to do this work in. Because essentially, and I'm going to go into it because I did work with the Akashic Records to find out exactly what's happening in this practice, but essentially you're working with pure energy and you want that space to be as safe of a container as possible. And then the next step is setting your intention. And for me, this 21 day period, my intention was inner clarity. And a lot of that was centered around after the ayahuasca experience, I told you guys, I felt like I was kind of outside of my body and I needed to ground and get more centered and inner clarity versus, you know, <laughs> kind of out of the out of the body clarity. <laughs> so um, when I every night I do this for me, I did this um, as a nighttime ritual before bed. And I would, um, you know, sit with the Sananga on my heart and and meditate and set the intention of inner clarity. And just also keeping the openness to what was meant to come through because we our minds can have this idea of what we need. But you know, it's always bigger than that. So that's you just set a starting point of what your intention is, and how you would like the medicine to work with you. And then you release into what it actually will become. So people are they say that the eyes are the seed of the soul, right? And there are so many nerves in the eyes. And that is why this medicine is extremely powerful. <laughs> and by saying that, I mean, it is more powerful than Hape. It is very, I mean, in some aspects, more powerful than ayahuasca. It It, it is an, an intense, quick process. And that can feel overwhelming. And, and I think that's why when I first tried it, it was so much at once, right? But I know now that it is intense because to move energy out, it ha- you have to get to the root of where the energy is stuck. And even in saying that, like when I work energetically with people, we have to tie back to the origin of that energy and work with it there at the starting point to move it through. So I understand logically why this is so intense, but oh, it is... Um, you have to be in full surrender. And, you know, God, 
that is probably the work of all of our lifetime, you know, <laughs> full surrender to what is versus what our ego wants to control. So I asked the records, why did the energy of Sananga come into my space at this time? And the answer was to experience the separation of the ego and the soul. The drops are a complete breaking away of the mind slash ego and then shows you you are connected to the soul in a pure way with the knowing that the mind is not controlling the thoughts and actions. So essentially what that means is that we have the hope that our soul is working through us all the time, right? But most likely the mind and the ego has probably at least 75% of control at all times. So we can go with our intuition in moments where we need to make decisions. But in general, when we're on autopilot, it's our ego that's running the show. And what they basically are showing me is that this medicine helps you to, to distinguish between the ego and the soul. And then you know where you're making decisions from, if that makes sense. And the reason that it is so intense is it wants to show you that breaking point, the separation of the two, so that you can see the the middle road of what actually is, right? So then going forward, when you're making decisions, it's like you can see more clearly, is that a mind answer or is this coming from the true place of me. So then I said, well, I felt it wasn't happening only in the moment of separation, but that it but that it helps my downloads become clearer over time. So I said that because for me in the actual practice of doing sananga, it feels like so let me go back. This is how you administrate it. Administrate it <laughs> is I laid down to do this on my bed, obviously right before I was going to bed, and I had my eyes closed. And then you, um, well, you ha you leave this in the refrigerator all day. You don't. You always are keeping it refrigerated, but you shake it up, and then you um, are laying down, and essentially you you just pull a little bit up into the dropper. Your eyes are closed, and you drop one drop into each corner of your eye each side of your eyes as they're closed. And it's interesting because the seal of your eyes is so tight, like none of it gets through. So there's no like panic in, you know, is it gonna hurt me right away? <laughs> no, it won't. So you put one drop into each corner of your eyes. And then before you open your eyes, you put the dropper back into the bottle and you screw it on so that you don't you know, run into the risk of spilling it everywhere. So you do that before you open your eyes. And I'm, and I promise you there is no pain or there is nothing that you will feel until you open your eyes. So after I would screw the top back on, I would set it on the side of me and then I would be <laughs> prepare myself. And by that, I just mean, okay, I'm ready to, I'm in the mindset of I can let go and I take a deep breath and then you start blinking. And I mean, the moment that you start blinking, it feels like, and this is going to be hard to hear, but it feels like either there's a chili peppers going into your eyes or um, the shaman that we worked with in Costa Rica called it battery acid. It is intense. Like it is so intense that 
there is probably no words that can express the intensity of this, but it's it it's the thing that sho- it's almost like it shocks you out of your body. L- literally, that's what it feels like. It feels like it is so it grabs your attention so deeply that you have no um way to go. You're like you can't escape it. So you the only way through it is going into it. And by that I mean like surrendering the breath patterns that need to come through and allowing the breath to move the energy out of you. And what I have found over time is that it was in the surrender, which I got better at, like the moment that I felt the the uncomfortableness, I was able to let go in that second, where in the beginning, it took me min- like sometimes up to a minute to surrender to it. And what I learned is that the the process between the surrender, the feeling and the surrender is where the ego lies, right? So it's all about, are you ready to experience something outside of you? And by that moment of surrender, so for me, it it was like, like blinking my eyes, and then it just takes, it's, there is no, (laughs) no explanation in words that can, until you experience it yourself. But it's almost like it moves through your whole body in a split second. And in a way, it just uh, uh, senses, all of your senses are on high alert in that one, like, and then you breathe and breathe and breathe and you just like surrender. That's the, the only way through it is surrender. And what happens in the surrender is then the energy flows out and usually for me it was my eyes would be watering but again I'm keeping my eyes closed because I've I've already done the blinking the medicine is in my eyes and I just keep my eyes closed and let the tears just flow out so I've heard that um the energy release can be through tears some people have um mucus that will build up in the nose some people will have to spit out Um, And if any of this comes up for you, the point is, is it's energy that needs to be released and you are to release it. So for me, the tears, I just let them flow. And so my hair would be all wet by the time. And then I would have a tissue next to me. And when the, the sensation started to dissipate, I would dab my eyes, Um, not rubbing, just dabbing. And what it is, and, and this is how energy works. Like if it needs to be released, it's going to come out in in ayahuasca, like I think I've talked about, a lot of people experience a purging. Um, also, for me, it was a lot of like energetic yawning. Some people have it through like they'll get stuffy in their sinuses and need to blow it out. Other people have tears, but energy needs to flow out. And the reason it's coming up is because that on that at that vibrational level of release, this is no longer resonant in your body and it needs to come out. So the the goal is to just allow it. And that's part of the surrender too. So then I look back at the first time I attempted this, this dieta and what, why I wasn't able to continue after five days was I let my mind take over. And my mind, your mind is is a powerful thing. And what I realized in this journey this time was that the buildup, because you have to do it every day, so the buildup of actually doing it was worse than doing it. 
And, and think about that. We create stories in our minds that make something so much worse than what it actually ends up being. And this is no different. So when I realized that probably about a weekend, I realized like every day I would wake up and I would be like, oh God, <laughs> I, I have to prepare myself to be ready for it tonight, right? And I realized like that's my mind putting up the resistance to change because why it's not actually not that terrible. And the experience became something that felt like almost like an energetic shot, like imagine a shot to your arm, but instead it's in your eyes to let go of energies that no longer serve you. So in the end, it's actually very refreshing and it feels like a release, which is a positive thing. But the mind is like, mm. Like, I don't want it like, and then it tells these stories over and over about how terrible it is. And, and like I said, the first time I attempted the attempted this, I let the mind win. I definitely let the mind win. And I was like, Nope, I can't do it. It's too hard. It's too much. This time I kind of I had to work through that. And I allowed those feelings to come up. And then I still did it. And then it's almost like when I went into that fear, that was the moment of oh, there really isn't a fear here. The fear was the fear itself. So so that helped me to see that I created something much more traumatic than was actually in the experience. And again, I think that that is all to protect our ego's way of protecting us from growing and from changing. And, you know, there are people here that are not meant to change. And therefore, yeah, there's going to be so much resistance to these medicines, right? But I believe that they're all coming up at this time for us to have healing in our souls so that we can see the clarity that we need to do the work that we're here to do. And if you are listening to this, I'm talking to you, you know, I, I am sharing the tools that I have literally experienced and felt like they have changed me. And so <laughs> then I asked, um, uh, oh, wait, so then wait, after I asked them, I also I, I experienced the not the the change, the energy, not in just the separation, but it also helped my downloads become clear over time. So this is what they said. Um, when the experience of separation from the when you experience the separation from the body, you realize it's only part of your existence, meaning the body is only part of our existence. That is the magic in this medicine, to know that separation and feel it, as then it allows you to understand who is working through you at any given moment. So that means that you are working with Sananga, you are training to release your attachments to the body slash mind on this plane. So like I was saying, it's all for you to understand who are you? Is Are you so attached to this body that, that you let this body and this personality r run around and make your decisions? Or are you ready to release and allow a bigger part of you to come through and work through this body? And then they said, and you become one with the energy, not just the vessel you are inhabit inhabiting. So you feel the energy of all and become super aware of the things that the mind cannot understand and sometimes will not allow to flow through you. So, I mean, this, I hope this makes sense, but essentially when we can separate 
even just an ounce from the ego, it almost like it opens a light shaft for much bigger downloads, much bigger experiences and much bigger knowings than our personality or ego is capable of understanding. So that's what this medicine is here to help us get to, right? It's a tool that helps us have that separation from this personality, this ego, this body, and allows you to get a glimpse of what actually is. Now, will you experience this in the moment of taking Sananga? I don't think so. And this is the weird part. For me, it wasn't the experience of doing the ritual every day of taking Sananga. It was like a buildup of understanding over the weeks of doing it. Because like for me, after I would take it, I would be going to sleep pretty much right afterwards. So um, there was, it, it puts you into this, like you've disconnected from all the energies around you. You're in your own space. You're in a much clearer state. So, I mean, I sleep pretty good in general, but it's possible that, yeah, this helped with my sleep time. But a lot of people actually use it as a, a form of meditation. So um, they will do this and then go into a meditative state. And, and this is a way and a tool to help you get deeper into meditation because it's clearing away stuff that's blocking you from knowing yourself. So I didn't personally use this as a, as a way to meditate, but yes, I know a lot of people do. So that is also a tool that you can use it as. So for me, I didn't understand the benefits of it and, until literally the end. And then I, it's been about a week since I completed the dieta and I did see changes happening through that time, but it's only for me at the end that I saw the bigger picture. So um, the next question I asked is, what are the things that came through me during my diet that are important to share? So the, the answer was, your limiting, limit, limiting beliefs around this point of connection, the fact that you are able to connect to your higher self in this form and you choose not to. You were not ready and there is no judgment, but now you see it's all there and it is all for you to tap into. We are here for you at all times. So for me, this means that uh, oh, well, like, I think I've spoken about this. I have always known how to connect and talk to my guides, right? Like, I I learned through the Akashic Records to trust that knowing, but um, essentially, I would be afraid to use it because I felt like, well, I don't want to attempt fate or I don't want to try to control what's supposed to happen. And so I wouldn't use these guides in that way. I would only use the records to ask questions about specific topics. And essentially what I learned in this three weeks was it's there. Like it's there as your guide, as your tool. Do you I mean, do you want help or do you not? Do you think you can handle it on your own? Which is an ego place to live in, right? But I had been there. And essentially they're showing me that no, you you were needed to break past that part of your ego that had some taboo around always connecting to your higher self. And also what came through in this three-week period was the activation for the diamond matrix. I don't know, let's say if I had gotten that download about the crystals and the crystal amplifying the energy during meditation in a session like it happened, I don't know that I would have gone deeper and and dug into why that why that download came, right? But because I had been in this process, I knew like use your tools, get to the bottom of what's happening. And then 
they showed me very clearly, this is how we amplify the energy. So for me, it was about letting go of my judgments about this work and, and, and stop being afraid to use the things that naturally come to me or, and you know, we all are capable of doing it. It's just, do we have blocks that keep us from using those tools to connect? So then I asked, what about expectations? Because this came up, um, last week and I was telling you guys how, um, if we have expectations when we go into meditation or we go into plant medicine, then that's actually the exact wrong way to go into this because when you have an expectation, then you put up a block. So their answer is, um, uh, so they are longing are, oh wait, they are longing and that is created in the mind. You have to step out of the mind to access this connection. Whenever you try to connect with the mind, you will always find nothing or what you call blocks. And then they said, it's like you remember from the ayahuasca experience. The music helped you to get out of your thinking mind and allowed the music um, in, and then you allowed the music in because of the rhythm. And that was the vibration that we use to get past the ego. So think about it in this way. The ego is always going to put up that block. It's always going to be question, 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 and doubting, doubting, doubting. And that's where the block is. And what they're saying is that we have to use every sense we have aside from the mind to get to that connection. So the Sananga is a tool to be used to create the separation from the ego. And then that leads to oneness. Now, in the ayahuasca experience, I explained to you guys how the music was just everything and that the vibration brought in everything. But it's because the mind can't get, uh, it can't interfere with that vibration. It is, it, it just is, right? And so the mind is not like, oh, wait, I see what's going on here and I'm going to undermine it, right? It's almost like it has to take a step back because the vibration is stronger than the mind's uh, constant going in circles. And Sananga is another tool in that way to get past the chitter chatter of the mind. And it's like going, I always say like through the side door into this, to connecting you with your higher source. Anytime we use our mind and then think like, but I, I try to connect and now I can't connect. Well, yeah, cause your mind's trying to connect <laughs> and that's not where it is. It's not in our mind. It's like, we're trying to go into a database like literally imagine a computer. Well, soul doesn't live in the computer. So you're like typing, typing, typing. Where are you? Where are my guys? I need direction. I need help. Well, they're kind of like, we don't live here. We don't live in this computer. So we have to open our senses to every way else besides the mind. And the thing is, is we've been conditioned to use the mind for everything. So that's what they're saying. Sananga is a tool for that to, for you to realize that you're not the program you're the world, you're everything. And, and these answers and these connections don't live in the program. And then my next question was, are the listeners ready for this experience? <laughs> and they said, that is not your concern. It is only important for you to share from your heart and let the energy hit them as it's meant to. There will be those that are eager for any and all tools that you are, that you are a vessel to share. And that is it. But share from the heart space so that they truly understand the benefits of doing a medicine such as this. 
These tools are all guides to bring you closer to oneness and yourself and all. We have the free will to use them and work with them or not. And then the question they ask is, how awakened do you want to become? There is a pressure that many are feeling right now, and there is a reason for this. It's calling It's a calling that is out there for those that are ready to release their free will to answer the call. Again, there is no judgment. And who's, uh, and who says yes and who is not ready? It's, it's all perfect in the way that it is. So then I asked, is the hope that we have as many awakened souls as possible? And their answer is, it's not about the number, but the right frequency of the people that will enact the changes needed. So you can share as much as you can. And even if it just resonates with one other person, you have done the calling. You are all here at this time for this reason, but free will is very strongly enacted in this experience of life. And we respect that. Uh, We are just showing you the tools to help you remember what you already know deep inside. So it's so interesting that the deeper that you go down this journey, it's like the tools just start showing up and they make it easier and easier and easier for you to get to that point of yourself, right? And we have our free will to decide how deep do you want to go, right? But I would say that if you have this... um in uh, depression or feeling like something is off or that you don't understand what's going on in your life or that it's all about change and how do you embrace this change, I would say you're ready. <laughs> like it means that your your personality and your soul are not comfortable in the vessel that you've created anymore and it's time for change. So these tools are here to help and assist that change. I found this beautiful video on YouTube where it's a medicine healer who works with a lot of plant medicines and he goes into the more details of what Sananga is and how he uses it in his practice. And his name is Energy is Truth. And I'm gonna link that video below because I remember when I went down this path, I wanted all the information that I could get. And I want you guys to have that and to feel secure in the things that you aren't sure about because I understand that the mind wants to chew on things before you uh, allow and let let it be. And I feel like lately I'm just the vessel for truth or light. I'm not really here to be a teacher into the specifics. I'm just here to share my heart story and heart experience with the with the medicines. But I, I myself too, like when, when this came into my life, I wanted more details and there really wasn't anything that I found, um, that really got into the details other than Sananga helps to, um, help your vision, which a lot of people do talk about that. It does actually help with like glaucoma and if you are nearsighted or farsighted. So it definitely is a medicine to heal the eyes but that the, t- the indigenous people used it in before hunting. So it helps you to release the mind and the chatter and the ego so that you can become the oneness, right? So imagine that they would use the medicine to go hunting so that they could be one with the earth and one with the animals that they were hunting. And it, that to me makes sense because what it's teaching you and training you to do is to let, to understand the difference. We need our mind and we need our ego, 
but we don't need it to control us. We need to have like strike that balance with it so that we can use it when it's needed, but release it when it's not. So I think that that's what this medicine and that's what I believe it it is here to teach us. And I will also say like, it's amazing that these medicines are all now becoming more widely known for us to use. And I think that's also energy talking to us. It's, It's signs that we get it. You guys are waking up. Let's assist the wake up. And that is why I'm sharing this experience with you guys. So I'm going to link below where I purchased my Sananga. There are three different strengths. I have the medium strength, but you can always start with a gentle strength and work your way up. Um, I, I do remember seeing somewhere that it's best to start with the medium strength because you can always dilute that with more saline solution if it's too intense. And then I've heard people doing the strong strength and that they've had like full on energetic explosions out of their body. Now, I I don't know, maybe one day I'll get there and be ready for that. Um, but right now I felt like the medium strength was strong enough to move the energy and to get me to see what the what the work was with this medicine. Um, but I, like I said, there also is a gentle strength and um, I purchased it at the Four Visions Market, which I will link below. And in general, I do love that market because they are literally bridging the the gap between the indigenous people of the Amazon and us. And all of these medicines are created with so much love and prayers. And it's so interesting because you feel it when you are in that state, you feel that all of a sudden, all of these energies are surrounding you to help you release and help you get through the process of your awakening. Oh my God. And saying that I have goosebumps everywhere. So I know that they're here speaking through me. And when we think about anything in our lives, having that support on the other side it's like everything aligns in exactly the way that is supposed to. So opening your heart to the experience instead of, instead of allowing fear to control where you are, because when you're caught between the letting go and the, because you know that there's something greater and the, I'm, I'm fearful. I don't want to experience that pain. I don't, that place you will be stuck in until you make a decision, right? And the decision is, Do I want better for myself? Do I want to reinvent myself? Do I want to grow? Or am I going to be okay staying exactly as I am? And the the most likelihood is if you're listening to this podcast, you know you can't. There isn't an option anymore. (laughs) You know you have to grow. You know you have to change. And I'm here to let you guys know the ways that can assist you in doing that. So I really love you guys and I appreciate you following along on this journey and I love that you're part of this journey with with me. And I also want to say I so so appreciate the emails that you guys send me and I, last week I was having this moment of I don't know why, but this moment of is all of this sharing helping. And and then I got just the most beautiful email from someone and it was like this click of knowing, yes, all you need is that one. And I and I know there's more than one. I get that. But it's that real connection of changing someone's life. And that is why I believe that I am doing this. As you guys know, I, it's not my personality to do this. 
but I have this drive to connect with each one of you because there's a reason. There's a reason that my vibration calls to you and you are called to me. And I want you to know that I feel that and it means everything. I mean, I I don't know now what I would do without you, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> because it I feel like I actually have a purpose and um and I am making a difference. And it doesn't matter how many people we reach. It matters that you reach those people that you are meant to reach. And I just want you guys to know that because it means everything to me that you're here. And I just can't share enough love and with you all. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for this experience. Won't stop till I let it, let it, let it, let it, let it.